G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt. We're looking at the Rose Hill Expressway Stakes meeting. Uh, we're starting to get back into these group races. We've also got a couple of group three two-year-old races on the card as well, but as always, it's a pleasure to welcome Mark Sheen and Mark Roden here to help me find a couple of winners on this Rose Hill card. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. What are you looking at uh, with this meeting in terms of the weather and the rail position? Uh, rail's at six, so last meeting we had at six at, um, yeah, pretty much up near the speed and on the inside, so we've got a very hot day here today, so, um, yeah, it could be hard to make ground. Mark might have a different opinion to that, but, um, yeah, luckily we've got the two-year-old and the expressway because it's just been the same old merry-go-round horses for the last couple of weeks, so it'd be nice to get some new blood. Well, exactly right, and we'll get to the expressway shortly, but obviously the return of Animo as well is a fair bit of interest. Uh, Mark Roden, welcome. Uh, any advance there on rail six metres? Uh, yeah, I think it's certainly prefer to be on pace. I think it's just a question of degree, of how pronounced that pattern's going to be. Sometimes on good ground with a rail at six, it's on pace preferred but not essential, but then you get other days, like remember that day when... I think Hungry Heart was the only horse to make ground and win back in the carnival last year. I think seven of the nine or seven of the ten were rails and run or something. So it can be very, very hot. Um, yeah, just give me a question of uh, degree, I think. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the expressway to start with. That's race seven. Group two over 1,200 metres. And Animo's favourite at $1.70. This is Friday morning. You've got Standout at $6.50. Forbidden Love, $7.50. Uh, Tiger of Malay is $9 best available, and then you're out to overpass at $13. Mark Sheen, thoughts here on Animo versus the others? Are you betting or you're not betting? Look, I think it depends a lot on how the track's playing and uh, how he parades. He's quite a uh, tall, athletic type. He doesn't carry a lot of condition from the last time I saw him, uh, anyway, in the flesh. So I think a lot will depend on how he looks. You wouldn't say this was a vintage expressway stakes by any means, so... You know, he's coming back from a Caulfield Guineas win and a, probably an unlucky second in a Cox Plate, and he's he's meeting some pretty, uh, well, not the A grade anyway. So, uh, yeah, a lot will depend on how he parades for my uh, liking. Look, if you're looking away from him, I thought Forbidden Love trial up well, and she's normally very good fresh, um, if you don't fancy the, the favourite. Standout has trialled okay, but he hasn't won for two years, so I know he's got a good draw here, but um, look, he's always running decent races, but uh, that's a concern for me that he hasn't won since he won this race uh, as a three-year-old in 2020. Three-year-olds have normally got a good record in this race. Um, I doubt I could back anything to beat the favourite, maybe Forbidden Love, if um, if he didn't parade that flash. All right, then. Mark Roden, any interest here for yourself? Oh, look, at $1.70 odds, not really my go, but yeah. I'm... I don't know how you could put up much longer against this opposition. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't want to be laying for much at that price either. He's just so much better than him, really. He doesn't tick every box because there's absolutely no speed on paper that I could find, uh, which probably doesn't suit him. But from barrier three, I think if McDonald's um, conscious of that kind of setup, he might not actually be too far off them, um, and, and he should be too good, I think. But um, yeah, not really a bet. Um, at those odds, looking away from him, standouts got solid form in. in in good sprinting company, but never wins. I mean, if, if Animo's not not there tomorrow, then it's his best chance to win for a while, I suppose. Tiger Meyer had okay form against the three-year-olds in the spring, but he's not in Animo's class, in my view. I think it's just a case of if, he's, if he turns up on his day and the track's not horrendously biased and he gets his chance, he should be too good. But dollar seventy, it's about right. Uh, race 8 on the cards, a benchmark 88 over 1,500 metres. Uh, Yee Yee's favourite, $3.20 is the best you're getting. 
Uh, King's Shear, uh, King's Air, 550. Omudji's 650, so is Canasta. Uh, then you're up to Holyfield at around that $9 mark, and Wairi falls at 950. Uh, Mark Sheen, we saw Yee Yee uh, scratch from a race, I think it was last week or the week before. Uh, must have been last week. Uh, to come to this one, draws one of J Mac on this time. Yeah, well, I tipped him last week and I'm going to tip him again. I thought it was a very poor ride first up. I think the, the first 600 average of that race was 39.15. They absolutely walked in the race. Jockey was still waiting till uh, they straightened up before he made a move with a big weight. Looks to be good speed here with Canasta, Holyfield rolling along. Uh, should get a perfect run, got the best rider. Looks hard to beat to me. I think Omudji was unlucky last Saturday. Um, definitely should have finished a lot closer. Comes back to Rose Hill where he was a dominant winner the start before. So I'm backing four and saving on eight. Okay. Mark Roden, your thoughts here? Yeah, very similar. Hard to get away from Yee Yee. Terrific run first up. Showed last prep of his best is pretty good. Maybe a touch better than this class even when he's uh, right on his game and looks to be get the perfect run with McDonald. Omudji, um, I was on last week against Bring the Ransom and Bring the Ransom as well, fortunately. But yeah, he's going really well. <clears throat> it's the main danger and um, the super honest canasta. Um, if the track is playing two uh, leaders, uh, he'll get his chance again and he, he rarely runs a bad race there. The, the top three for me, but yeah, yeah, a pretty clear top pick in what is a race of usual suspects. <clears throat> Very good. Race nine on the card is a benchmark 88 over 1200 metres and Rule of Law's current favourite at 260. J Mac once more from gate one. And then you've got $4.20 for the bopper. Uh, Tamerlane's 550, and then everything else is in double figures, uh, starting with Latino Blend and Rangers upwards from there. Mark Sheen, race nine. Yeah, uh, look, there doesn't look to be a lot of speed in this race, and I think that that has sort of played into Rule of Law's hands here. He's got Barry number one and McDonald, and I can just see him bouncing and leading, and I can't see a lot of pressure in the race here, so. I think it sets up well for him. I think he's short enough, but just think if that rail is on fire, he's just going to be in a perfect position uh, in in a race around the circle. So, looks short enough, but uh, I just think he lands in the right spot here. I know he's up in class and didn't beat much the other day, but he's in good form and uh, should get a good run. Um, Tamerlane's going to need luck. He's back in distance and he's a back marker. Dream Circle was good the other day, but may not get as much pace up front. Don't know what to make of the bopper. Two runs at Ke uh, Rose Hill, missed a place on both occasions, so yeah, I'm, I'm prepared to go against him. Okay. Mark Roden, what price do you have this favourite? I have him shorter uh, than what he is, about 220. Okay. Um, primarily for the, the map reasons that Mark sort of outlined then. Uh, he, he's flying, he's unbeaten since he changed stables. Very good win last time and just seems to set up perfectly, perfectly again. Um, looks like they're tipping Joe McDonald to ride the program uh, tomorrow. He's, he's on a few good chances, isn't he? Um, look, if he, if he holds that form and there's no reason he shouldn't, the run he's going to get, he's, he would be very hard to beat. The only one I think that could beat him on his best form is the bopper, and there seem to be uh, two of him. Um, dynamic winner, really, first up. Uh, just dominated. And then last start as a short post favourite was just flat and plain. Dream Circle ran past it. Uh, Played on in the piece that day. So, look, if the bopper, uh, a bit schizophrenic as he is, turns up, he might be able to give the favourite a run, but I think just he picks himself a little ball and, and have to be winning. Okay. All right, that brings us to the last, which is a benchmark 78 over 1,400 metres. In terms of the current market, it's loaded up now. And the favourite is Navaraz, 
Navarez, three dollars. Uh, Van Gies is six dollars. You've got Crosscheck at eight. Uh, Juventus at eight fifty. Then you've got a few horses around the same mark. Secretively, Ulysses above and beyond, all around that twelve thirteen dollar mark. Pretty compact market outside of that. You've got Tamerlane and Savory. They're both scratched. Mark Sheen, your thoughts here in the last. Yeah, look, I don't like this race at all. Um, look, when this favourite was uh, racing in Sydney um, early on, uh, it was pretty limited. Uh, I'm looking at its last run at Flemington. It was pretty good, but um, looks a little bit in and out. Uh, but we'll have map uh, favours here from the inside draw. T. Clark should be on speed, so it and secretly probably dominate up front. I'm going with Van Gears just at the value. I know she has a slight query at the 1,400 metres, but uh, she gets a soft draw here. She'll get a nice run through the race. So just uh, looking away from the favourite there, I thought Van Gears had run a, a nice race in the last. Uh, it was an OK run at the Gold Coast, got a long way back, bit wide up the straight, and hit the line OK. So uh, I thought on an each-way basis, number six. OK. Mark Rober? Yeah, I'm going to bet in the race. It's not going to be a huge spend race, but I... I... My hand sort of falls because I don't like this favourite at this price either. Uh, look, it was a very tough effort at Fleming, and it was uh, three wide facing the breeze on a pretty fast pace and fought on very well. I mean, there was certainly a lot of merit in it, but against that, it SP'd 40 to 1, and it was really only a glorified midweek race. It was a benchmark 70 worth $75,000, even though it was on a Saturday, so it's, it wasn't a you know legit Saturday field, and, and the market gave it no hope in it. So um, I have to be around him. Um, Finding the winner is, uh, even if you don't want to bet the favourite, no easy task, however. I've, uh, I've gone a bit wide, um, backing our old mate Jay McDonald at double-figure odds on Above and Beyond, who I thought was pretty good in a race that sort of had no hope in last time at Rose Hill. It was back near last in a pretty slow pace and fairly easy to make ground, and it ran on OK. Doesn't win many, to be honest, but I just thought with the jockey change and at the price, I could make some sort of case for him. And might be clutching at straws, but um, if the dry track's the key to number one, El Mahaha, its best form could win this. I mean, its last three on softer tracks have been very ordinary, to be honest. But back on dry ground, it was doing things like winning the Golden Cup back in November. That, that's certainly good enough to put it in a race like this. And like, uh, above and beyond, it's around double-figure odds, $14. So, um, look, I really just want to lay the favourite, but uh, trying to find the winner, numbers one and seven at big odds. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, that brings us to the end. I'll get uh, your best players on the card. Uh, Mark Sheen, there's a couple of two-year-old races as well. If you've got any thoughts, just, um, I'll get your, your thoughts on the Canterbury and also the win as well. But uh, primarily, your best players, best bets, value bets or lay bets? Yeah, well, I think uh, yeah, yeah, he sets up nicely in that um, in that 1,500-metre race, race number eight. And Casino Kid, uh, I think, is well, his last couple of runs have both been outstanding and he really looks like he'd be suited at 2,000 metres. Um, I don't think the bias will probably matter in a 2,000 metre race. It doesn't seem to as be as tough to make ground. But, um, yeah, I thought that was a dominant win the other day and didn't have much luck to start before. So with no weight on his back still, I think he'll be very hard to beat. OK, so that's uh, race six Casino Kid there, $3.80. Mark Roden, your best plays. Um, I think it's probably rule of law, uh, and wouldn't be surprised if he hadn't shortened, he shortened a bit already, and he might shorten further, I think, and especially if the fact playing like we expect it to. Make him the best. Uh, Narvaez the way. One a little bit wider. Um, just thought Kanazawa in the mayor's race, which is race number four, might just be looking for 1,500 metres now. She uh, she was a pretty good winner on the boo at 1,100, and has been disappointing, really. A little bit disappointing, really. Uh, Two subsequent runs at 1300, but maybe 
um, at the 1500 uh, with Suda. She got around the each way odds, and I don't think it's a super strong field, so I think she's got some sort of chance. Yep, $6.50 the best there available on Friday morning for Kanazawa. All right, guys, thank you very much to you both. We'll catch up next week, and as racing heats up, uh, we'll also join in with Rob Scarry and review some of these meet